2: Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Belisai. I'm in the studio recording right across from my co-host and producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Hi, Matt. Guess what? What? Today is the basically last day that you can get tickets to our live show at Caroline's. Well, if you're listening to this on the day the show comes out on a Tuesday, our show is Wednesday, March 16th at Caroline's on Broadway. It's going to be our first live show in like 10 years. So everybody better get tickets. You better I'll get you. I'll come and get you. Just when you think it's all safe. I'm under your... Th- your sheets. Oh. That's where I live. Because people like me, we like a good dusky, kind of warm environment. Yeah. That's where a, we thrive. It's a threat to some, but also a warm welcome for others. That's true. That's true. Not anybody that I like, but... <laughs> but anyway come help us drown our sorrows bitch with us in person drink with us in person it's gonna be so much fun i'm so excited also if you live in iowa i'm coming to iowa what bend iowa is that a place the casino bend uh casino bend iowa
1: really bending over backward to promote this thing aren't you
2: Catfish Bend Casino in Burlington, Iowa. Okay, I'm going to be there on April 14th. It's a Thursday, uh, so you got a month. But yeah, I don't think I've ever performed in Iowa before. Oh my
1: God, I can't wait for people to hit the slots and then buy you some shots and have a good time.
2: Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to be chilling in Cedar Rapids. That's not... Anywhere near a Rapids. Nope. Basically in Nebraska, if I'm looking at a map correctly. Um, <laughs> so come out uh, and see me there. It's going to be so much fun. And if you hate me, then it's a casino and you can gamble. Is gambling legal in Iowa? It's legal in like a lot of places. Yeah, but I thought you had to get on like a boat or something. So it's technically like...
1: In Iowa? I hope this is on a boat. I hope you're performing on a boat and you don't even know it. I performed in one
2: casino before in California and they hated me. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) So I'm looking forward to this being much better because it's years later and I'm a better person. Wow. Worst comedian, <laughs> but a better, a better person. <laughs> um, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very excited for it. But that is me doing my stand-up. So first, got to come to New York, March 16th, and see us doing a Happy Hour Live. Yeah. All right. Coming up on today's episode, we're going to kick things off with a little ranting, as always. Then we got Worst Things First, where we shout about the stupidest, most ridiculous, worst news of the week. After that, guess what? We're going to the bar. What? The salad bar. Boo. (laughs) Because, uh, listen, my opinions about arugula set off a firestorm in the leaf community. Truly. And I think we should just dedicate an entire deep dive to salad greens, salad toppings, salad dressings, all things salad. It's time we get it out. And I'm not going to let it go. I'm not going to let it go. Arugula sucks. Also, apparently. I won't back down. I won't be coddled.
1: Our listeners also haven't let it go because multiple people have called the rant hotline and we will be playing it, and we will be discussing in depth. So Exactly. And finally,
2: we'll get into all the good stuff that helps the bad shit go down easier with our chasers. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's start the show. should just start off before i even let you speak to say i got coffee before this and the guy at the coffee shop was like fuck we just ran out of coffee which is That's insane. sorry right. what <laughs> um was to that be even fair legal? it was at a pret-a-manger i mm. think is how you pronounce it um yes. pret-a-manger for the americans listening and first i asked for an iced coffee they were like we don't have iced coffee right now unless you want to wait and i was like absolutely not no. what do i look like if i wanted to wait i would go to a." Uh, traditional French restaurant. Um, This is a (laughs) prêt à manger. (laughs) Give me a fucking coffee. So then I just ordered a hot coffee and as I was waiting for it, the guy was like, well, I don't have enough coffee to fill up your cup all the way. So can I just like top it off with espresso?
1: (laughs) What? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) So you are riding high right now. You are just absolutely
2: soaring. To be fair, it wasn't like halfway filled with coffee and then he filled it the rest of the way with espresso okay um but it also was like halfway full of coffee and he just put one shot of espresso so i still got cheated yeah (laughs) ultimately i still got cheated however i will get violent and then (laughs) um crash horrifically so
1: really excited for that
2: what do you have to bitch about
1: Well, I have something to bitch about that really is more of a stoner thought, but I hope is still relatable, which is I just really think that fingers should have like eyes on them. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That is not
2: kind of a stoner thought
1: here's the thing I just feel like every time that I like put my hand into a bag I know what's in the bag I know roughly where I put the things the fact that I can't just like then feel it and know yes that's the thing and take it out the Uh fact that I have to then like fully open the bag start taking things out in order to find it or the second that I just shine a flashlight I immediately find it and take it out I just feel like that that is ridiculous like it's just too it's not it shouldn't be that hard you know
2: yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, I think the subtext of this is that you're very nearly at a breaking point. <laughs> and that um, apparently you <laughs> you
1: I have couldn't this... find
2: something today and it just <laughs> broke you.
1: <laughs> no, I think about this all the time. It's also like with outlets when you're like going to plug something in and like you're mm-hmm, not really mm-hmm. looking at it, but like you touch it and it doesn't work. And it's like, come on, like the the fingers, they should just have eyes.
2: Right. I mean, the solution is just to look yeah, with, with your actual like, face. Yeah,
1: so much harder.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my version of that is, like, whenever I'm laying on a couch, I mean, I feel like it's the instinctual urge to, like, enjoy being, like, in a crevice. <laughs> 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 but, you know, like, I don't know. Sometimes I like to, like, stick my foot in between the cushions. Yeah. But then also I have the fear. I think it's, like, the caveman fear of, like, what if there's a nest of like lizards in here.
1: Right, yeah, which is very common in New York City in a high rise. It's not, but
2: because our brains are (laughs) wired to still be cavemen. Right, sure, sure, sure. Because we evolved too quickly.
1: I would argue not quickly enough because I think that evolutionary-wise, one day we'll have eyes on our fingers. Yeah, I mean, that is the problem is we
2: didn't evolve fast enough. The world is now so far beyond, and we're still stuck in, like, I'm afraid of tube because... (laughs) Lizard might be there. <laughs> anyway, um, my other complaint is it's March 2022. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And I've never said the year out loud until just now. <laughs> Happy and, New Year. And um, I mean, yeah, like COVID-wise, things are like looking good, trending in the right direction. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I think for the first time, I'm starting to be a little more bold about like not wearing a mask mm. in, in places but I was at the gym, and I go to my apartment gym, so there's right. not that many people there. And I sort of am like, okay, if there's only a couple other people, I'll put, you know, I, I feel okay not having my mask on. Mm-hmm. But this girl, I literally watched her just fully sneeze into the open.
1: Ew! And I was like, bitch, <laughs> what? Where have you been? I don't understand. Have we learned nothing? I would think that at least the thing that we would learn through all of this is basic hygiene. Yeah, like it is
2: so frustrating. Nothing pisses me off more. Like I can forgive, you know, genocide. I can forgive. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. Um, that was a joke for the record. Uh, just in case anybody tries to spin it. Oh, here comes Matt. We're gonna cancel him once he gets, you know, oh, his cushy CEO job. You know, oh, guess what? No, you can't host Jeopardy. Um, <laughs> but I do think sneezing is worse than genocide so um the point is i saw this girl do this it was shocking and disgusting yeah. and i try not to complain about gym stuff too much because i don't want to impose my bro lifestyle on everybody right thank you it's um, really kind
1: of you Thoughtful. but
2: truly nothing pisses me off more than someone who like lacks personal boundaries at the gym yeah just get away from me Yeah. I need a wide berth.
1: Like, if I could have this entire gym in my own private home, I absolutely would. Yeah. But I can't. So I'm here. So, like, respect my space.
2: Yeah. It was not a good situation. And So anyway, fuck her. Yeah,
1: fuck her. And I know that, like, we've got a lot to get off our chest. But I also know that you all have been calling the Rant Hotline. So let's check out the Rant Hotline. See who's leaving messages. Well, Yes. Hi, Matt. Hi, Barry. So, you
3: guys are asking us now, what is the thing that everybody else loves that we hate? Well, for me, I hate making new friends. You know why? Because I fucking can't do it. You know why? Because it's inappropriate for a 38-year-old adult woman to say, do you want to be friends? Or... Will you be my friend? Because that's exactly how it sounds like in my head. But I don't know how to make small talk without sounding dumb because small talk is dumb. And, you know, most of the friends that I have, actually all of the friends that I have, they all came to me. And you know what? They've all been really long, long, long time friends. I don't have very many new friends. And the ones that are fairly new, guess what? They fell in my lap. I don't know how to make new friends. I hate trying. I avoid it like the plague. Am I antisocial? Maybe. I don't know. I feel like I am just by default because I can't. Okay.
2: Bye. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with all of that. Yeah. (laughs) Also... Keep in mind, we literally lived through the actual plague. So <laughs> that has made meeting new people slightly difficult. True, um, true, true. But yeah, I mean, I joined like a gay kickball league.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have literally proposed friendship to someone. Like on the phone after like talking to them, I was like, um, will you be my friend? And I was like, I am going to propose friendship to you. And he was like, yes. Yes, I would like to be friends, <laughs> and so you know what—it's weird for a second, but then it's fine. And also, if you're trying to be friends with someone who like gets you, I bet doing it in a weird, awkward way is probably going to work out just fine. That's true. I mean, I did on, have like get a, on your knee—you know, one b- knee—viscerally.
2: Negative reaction to that recreation. You sure just did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, let me tell you, it's uh, pretty much exactly how it went down. So, <laughs> yeah, like attracts like, I guess. So good, good for you, <laughs> so you're a fucking weirdo. Then uh, you're gonna have no problem making friends with fucking weirdos. Um, for the record, I was making fun of Barry right yeah. there,
2: not our listener. No, um, our
1: listener is perfect, and also fuck new friends you know like who even needs friends just kidding people need friends but also
2: yeah i know some of like bumble has like a friend option i've never tried it but
1: even if you were to do that guess what would suck making new friends
2: yeah, I it's mean, it's always
1: gonna suck. That's
2: always gonna suck. Yeah. So,
1: thanks for calling the rant hotline and letting it all out there.
2: Yeah. Thank you for calling in. If you want to call us with your rant, you can call our rant hotline at 601 600 rant. That's 601 600 7268. Leave us a rant. Whatever you want to bitch about. Yeah. Age appropriate. <laughs> so, not actually. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Let's get into the headlines Alright, worst things first Let's chat about the stupidest, most ridiculous Worst news of the week First! Oh, let's get into some international news Uh-oh. Right away, diving into the thick of it A small restaurant chain in France Is under fire After people continue to mistake Their signature dish Poutine for a dish dedicated to Vladimir Putin, how <laughs> dare these people drag the good name of Putin? Apparently, in French, "Putin" is pronounced "Putin," oh. and so everybody or or they're pronounced the same.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
2: so uh, this particular restaurant called La Maison de la Putin, or the House of Putin. Uh, <laughs> they they have revealed that they have gotten a bunch of calls of insults and threats over this food. I just feel like France has this international reputation as like a culinary uh, like center of the world. Sure, just yeah. French cuisine is above everything else. That's why the Remy
1: fact... was a cook in France, you exactly, know. Exactly. Like, yeah. Where else Remy would he go? Could have chosen the to live UK? Anywhere. Hell no.
2: Yeah. um, But also keep in mind, he spoke English, Okay, Very confusing. I don't know what the implication (laughs) of that joke
1: was.
2: (laughs) But the point is, how are there French people who don't know what poutine is?
1: Right. It's one of the most delicious foods out there. Famously, not French.
2: It's actually famously
1: French-Canadian, I suppose. True.
2: It gained popularity in Quebec. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, like seventy years ago, so it is. It's far enough removed from French. Actually, I take it all back because <laughs> <laughs> once you actually consider that Poutine is French fries, um, French fries yeah, also. Come on, but right there in the name. When you consider that it is French fries topped with gravy and, and cheese, cheese curds, curds. yeah. Yeah, people in France are not gonna know what <laughs> that like, is.
1: What the fuck is <laughs> this Midwestern garbage?
2: But yeah, the fact that this um, the fact that this restaurant is getting literally like violent calls every day telling them it's a shame to work for the Russian state <laughs> and to have subsidies for Mr. Putin <laughs> I don't know if they understand can you imagine if Vladimir Putin was, like, sending money to a restaurant in France? <laughs> <laughs> All this time, he just wanted to be a restaurateur. Right. Like, uh, I can just imagine him sitting at his incredibly long table, just plotting the invasion of Ukraine and um, sending a small subsidy to a restaurant in France. <laughs>
1: plotting out the menu.
2: <laughs> to, yeah, turn the French uh, to his side. Anyway, uh yeah, I like how this article uh, clarifies poutine are french fries saturated in cheese curds and gravy. <laughs> yes. Um, mm.
1: man, I really fucking want poutine now.
2: Yeah, this rest the restaurant had to tweet, it seems necessary for us to recall that La Maison de la Poutine is unrelated to the Russian regime and its later. <laughs> <laughs> um There's another restaurant that has also had to do a similar thing. And they announced that they will rebrand themselves as the quote, the inventor of the fries cheese gravy. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: just not nearly as good of a name. (laughs) It really rolls
2: off the tongue. There is a ridiculous history of food being politicized for no good reason. Freedom fries. Famously, yeah, we tried to like fuck with France. By we, I mean idiots yeah. um, try to <laughs> get the what because France didn't like join the invasion of Iraq
1: something along those lines
2: yeah but I mean that was when you could still supersize things so it was like if you're gonna get that many french fries yeah you're gonna want to call it something amazing <laughs> Like freedom fries.
1: Also, I just anyway. feel like if you're gonna rename it, there's got to be a n- better name because when you're the eating cheese p- fry gravy, <laughs> yeah. Like you also like when you order poutine, don't really want to think about the main ingredients, which are fries, cheese, and gravy. You know, because if if you're gonna ordering that, just doesn't hold the same kind of like whimsical joy as ordering. I don't know what else you would call it. Any, literally anything. Yeah. That being said,
2: this is a food where it's not like you're not aware of what you're eating. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. Disguised. It's not a trick. No. <laughs> They're not blended. It's very obviously three disgusting ingredients thrown together. Oh, it's I'll, so good. I'll be honest. Never have poutine.
1: What? We're ordering it tonight. End Deli. Ew. No, End Deli does incredible poutine.
2: <sighs> I feel like this is going to turn into like a hate crime against Wisconsin, but like, <laughs> or the French Canadians, but... Yeah, just not appealing to me. a cheese curd. I'm sorry, I'm gonna piss off so many people. Yeah, including not me. Not appealing to me. Fuck you. A curd of, although in case anybody still has any semblance of an erection, um, I have been getting into cottage cheese. Yeah, recently. I fucking
1: love cottage cheese. We're ordering poutine tonight. We will eat it on Instagram Live. Ew. Anyway, next, a
2: teacher. Oh, this story is insane. A
1: teacher in Florida. Only in Florida.
2: <laughs> That's a like, 53-year-old woman, a grown woman. Let me just read this directly from the story. Two students were removing items from a shelf and placing them on a cart. When the teacher grabbed a jar of pickles, one of the students snatched the pickles to place them on the cart. But the teacher responded by biting the student to I'm get sorry? the pickles back. Listen, The student dropped the pickles which were then picked up by his friend and the teacher responded by biting the second student too <laughs> and then
1: reacquiring the pickles. <laughs> what is happening? I'll tell you what's happening, okay? Shiro. Shiro. Absolute <laughs> Shiro. You know why? One, Pickles are amazing. Yeah. I love pickles. She loves pickles. Two, she was clearly hungry. She was ready to chomp down on some pickles. She was distracted by these stupid teenagers who are who are taking her pickles away. Okay, she I gets didn't say confi- they were teenagers. <laughs> she gets confused. And instead of, you know, she's so thinking about biting into a juicy pickle that she just ends up biting them. Sure. I mean, yeah. She-roh, she <laughs> <wrote. laughs> If you want to
2: say that pickles are a good excuse to be feral, <laughs> <laughs> Listen,
1: they're just so not? Good, they'll just like really take you back.
2: I mean, I don't understand what the fuck is going on. Why is there a jar of pickles? Why are they putting stuff on like a cart? Like what is happening in this classroom? Frankly, that that should be what we investigate first. Yeah. Um, or is this just the Florida education system? <laughs> I don't know. Problem is, so, yeah, the the parents of both students um, wanted to press charges, and the teacher was interviewed by police, where she denied biting the students, but admitted to licking them.
1: Oh, that's actually way worse in my book. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
2: The police were like, "Um, yeah, we're going to say that licking is also bad and (laughs) still charge you with misdemeanor battery. That's how bad of a licker do you have to be? Where they're like, we're going to charge you with battery, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, the point is, don't be a teacher unless you won't bite a student. (laughs) (laughs) I just... I cannot wrap my head around what was going through that woman's mind when she was like, let me just bite this kid. (laughs) Right.
1: What? Also, like, how close were they to her mouth to begin with? Like, did she have to, like, go and, like, reach towards these kids and bite them? Like, I just, like, how is that the first... Action. You know, that's your first violent response is a bite like your limbs. They're further from your body. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like there's a lot of other options. Any physical contact between student and teacher is not allowed. (laughs) No. Also, again, pandemic. Have we learned nothing? You're going to use your mouth as now, a everybody weapon? in
2: Florida should be muzzled. Yeah. <laughs> I think in order to enter a, a Florida public building, you should have to wear a muzzle under key. Um, next, you might have seen this on Twitter. There is a rock that, according to Japanese legend, has had the evil spirit of a fox demon trapped inside of it for 1,000 years. Guess what? It's split open. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, right behind, like, war in Ukraine and, like, rising gas prices, we can add um, escaped ancient devil to our <laughs> list of fucked up shit. I
1: don't know. Fox demon kind of sounds cute. It's The not. fact that it's an evil spirit, though, is not good.
2: Um, yeah. According to mythology, this volcanic rock, which is located in this kind of the mountainous region around Tokyo, uh-huh. was h- home to the nine-tailed fox which was a demon that took the form of a beautiful woman. Oh, yeah. I do think it is, spoiler alert, Lovecraft Country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that is the legend, right?
1: Yeah, except that, it. yeah, similar. She's Korean, and it's a Korean mythology, but it sounds probably pretty similar.
2: Right, because where it's like, yeah, she has multiple tales that, like, kill people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway, the real life one is loose. Um, (laughs) And legend has it that, yeah, the monster was part of a plot to kill um, one of the emperors at the time. So hopefully it only goes after, like, you know, emperors or something. Right. Um, I do feel like we're not doing enough in general to use monsters to kill people.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, people. Like, what to... is the CIA even doing? Yeah, it's
2: like, okay, we always say, oh, fight the power, you know. Okay, let's get some ancient devils on it.
1: Yeah, get some demons up in this bitch.
2: Uh, but I guess the problem is always like, oh, you think you're going to conjure an evil spirit? And then turns out it's actually a demon that kills everybody. So yeah. you got to be careful you do. what you wish for. <laughs> um, But yeah, I do think... I mean, the closest we got was when all of those witches, like, cursed um, the last president, and he was Mm -hmm. pretty upset about it. (laughs) Um, But I think it worked, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Anyway, so uh, apparently local reports suggest that the rock actually started cracking a couple of years ago, probably from um, rainwater getting inside and causing damage. But anyway, the demon is loose, so watch out. Okay. Um, and now they're like, okay, do we, like, what do we do? Um, do they, do they like, put the rock back together, or just kind of leave it be? I, th- I think I read, according to legend, that, like, just touching the rock leads to instant death. Oh, so, that's um, tough. Yeah, I don't know if I would touch it personally, but everyone, you know, have at it, I guess. Good luck. And finally, scientists are predicting that an invasive species of massive palm-sized Yellow spiders might start falling from the sky all along the East Coast.
1: Absolutely not.
2: Yeah, this is my literal, like, literally just drop the nuke.
4: Honestly,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm ready for it. Uh, this is psychological warfare. Yeah. Not to put my little tin hat on, but where do these spiders come from?
2: Well, probably from the other side of the world. So this spider, it's called the Joro spider, I guess it was first found in... Georgia it originates from I don't know the
1: country or Georgia the state
2: Georgia the state okay so it's been in Georgia it's been spreading uh, around Georgia and and parts of the southeast for the past like 10 years but now it's like widespread enough that they expect it's going to like really start spreading uh and it's similar to this other type of like yellow silk spider or something uh but this one can survive at much lower temperatures, which means oh, it can good. spread farther north. Great. Yeah. One research scientist said people should try to learn to live with them. Fuck you. No. Uh, if they're literally in your way, I can see taking a web down and moving uh, moving them to the side, but they're just going to be back next year. This is
1: terrible advice.
2: Um. Yeah. Actually, I'll be using my flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be investing in a blowtorch right now. Uh, I will be walking around the entire eastern seaboard with a full kind of f- flaming medieval torch.
1: Yeah, umbrella. Sure. A uh, flaming umbrella. That's actually a great business idea. Um right. So, trademarked, copyright. Patented.
2: Mine will be a flaming poncho, actually. Oh, so that's you, a good idea. You wear it, um, you know, you douse yourself in hot oil every day. Keeps you warm. And then yeah, you light yourself on fire. You might die from that, but honestly. Better I'd, rather, than, yeah. I'd rather burn alive than have a giant spider touch me. <laughs> But don't worry, it says the size of the spider may frighten people, but experts say you shouldn't worry. They are poisonous. Oh? But they don't bite humans unless they are cornered. I'm sorry,
1: didn't you just tell us to move their home, move (laughs) their web to the side? I think the point of that quote was,
2: you can try, but like it's just going to be back, so you might as well not try.
1: I don't like the power that these spiders have over us. I don't think it's fair at all. It does say their fangs don't
2: penetrate human skin. I think we need to do... To these spiders, what we did to that um, stupid fly this summer, uh, last summer. Remember when there's that New York Times article that we're like, we're putting out a public hit on this invasive (laughs) bug. (laughs) And everybody, if you see it, it's like on site. You better pull out your gun and shoot this thing off the face of the earth. I think that's what we need to do for this spider. Absolutely.
1: Do like a spider killing tax credit.
2: I literally don't care if this is like not bad for the environment. I would rather the other one that kills all of the trees than <laughs> this spider. I'd honestly rather. It does say, yeah, oh, these spiders are good. They eat mosquitoes and flies and stink bugs and, like, the birds eat them and it's great for the environment. I don't give a shit, okay? I'd rather it all die. <laughs> so anyway, fuck these spiders and, um, yeah, the second I see my first one, I will uh, be joining Elon Musk uh, and Pete Davidson, apparently, on the first flight out of here. Amen. And that's it for this week's Worst Things First. Next, we're diving deep into Leafs. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive.
0: You can listen to the competition early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus.
2: Well, as I said, I basically started a, a firestorm in the salad community when I took issue with the sinister leaf known as Arugula. Mm-hmm. Fuck Arugula. She's not the queen that she thinks she is. Nuh-uh. So basically, now we have no choice but to dedicate this entire deep dive to salad greens and offer kind of a categorical takedown of the worst among the salad leaves obviously arugula being at the very bottom yeah but the calls continue to pour into our rant hotline for and against arugula i've really set off a war here so before we get into today's deep dive let's just go go through a a breakdown of what's happened thus far right I tweeted fuck arugula. I had I tweeted this whole takedown of arugula which by the way factually accurate. Factually accurate. I tweeted it was a picture of arugula, um a, a basket of arugula. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people came at me for this opinion and a lot of people came at me for the basket that the arugula was in. And I just want to clarify, <laughs> I did not take that picture. <laughs> I thought it was quite obvious that it was a stock photo that I got from Googling arugula do I agree that it is heinous to put salad in a open basket? <laughs> yeah, I do. It's a um, ridiculous thing to do. But the number of people who responded and were like, well, yeah, it's because you're eating it out of a fucking basket. Like, I'm so not why idiot. arugula is bad. <laughs> it was like literally a, a basket full of undressed, raw arugula, <laughs> and they thought that's what I was taking issue with. No, no, no. I'm taking issue with arugula prepared to its fullest extent. Like, even the best version of arugula Your dream preparation of arugula is still satanic in my mind. (laughs) It is still the bottom of the barrel in terms of leaves. I would rather eat poison ivy than arugula, (laughs) frankly. I would rather my entire esophagus burn from throat to stomach than... um, arugula enter my my mouth. So then last week uh, we had a call from a listener uh, taking issue with my opinion on arugula. And now this week we've had multiple people
1: call in again. And all over Instagram. That was like the number one thing that people were DMing me about, commenting on things that didn't have to do with arugula. This was a very inspiring, community-driven war. So here's what we're going to do. First, we're going to hear
2: what the people are saying, what you guys are saying. Uh, we're going to listen to some of your rants and, and comment on them. And then we'll get into my feelings about salad leaves at large because why don't why don't I piss off even more of you, yeah. okay? <laughs> all right, let's roll the tape.
5: I just listened to one of my soul sisters defending arugula, (laughs) and Matt, sass queen, asked who's going this hard for arugula, and I have to stand up for my girl and say, I am going this hard for arugula. This is the tastiest treat. You treat it on the side of anything with a shaved Parmesan and a dressing that has a sweetness to it and all of the... Flavors meld and textures, and it is just a palate explosion. And I, I just think, Matt, that your mouth is just missing refined taste.
2: It's not.
4: If you're not incorporating it
5: into your fancy dishes or everyday lunches, arugula is a hill I will die on. I am going She'll to, have car to for climb Arugula, over
1: my cold, and I need dead body. all of my sisters and brothers to come back up Arugula <laughs> with me. Who is paying you guys? Are you working for a Big Arugula here? Yeah,
2: I just feel like this is like a prank. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm being
1: I'm I'm being punked. Ugh. All right, let's listen to another one.
4: Hello, this is Hendrix from Baltimore. Um, I'm calling about that bitch. Who canceled you over arugula opinions? Um, arugula is disgusting.
1: Spinach is always
4: the first choice. Lettuce, hard second. Arugula, bottom of the barrel. Who the fuck likes arugula? It's like, have you ever had one of those cake cones for ice cream, and it's got that paper on it, and you're so fat that you just eat the whole thing and forget that there's paper <laughs> on it until you take a bite, and then you get, like, a nice crispy soggy piece of unflavored oh. paper that like you're yeah, like mm, should i eat this is this going to go through my intestines or no that's arugula like on <laughs> any food like it is the paper that you don't want to eat also it's really gross because they call it rocket in england and that's like phallic and i don't like that so True. i'm hmm. on your side fuck her kindly uh happy woman's month and yeah I'm on your side.
1: So it's actually, like, misogynistic uh, to like arugula. Thank you. Um,
2: I just appreciate that this has gotten um violent. <laughs> 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 uh, I do think that everybody has such strong opinions about this. And, um, yeah, unfortunately only one side is correct, and that is my side.
1: Yeah, our side. Hey, I'm right here with you. Well,
2: yeah, sure.
5: <laughs> uh,
2: all right, one more call before we move on.
5: Hi, this is Dr. Chi. Doctor. And I just to say that I'm no more really a huge fan anymore. of your show. Thank you. And I've been listening for years. I love your work. <laughs> but that podcast episode where you were dissing arugula so hard, I just had to speak up because <laughs> I think there are far worse lettuces than arugula. Have you ever had radicchio? That stuff is so nasty. When I at any of them in their salad, I, mean, yeah. I just put it aside. And, like, that one I think is far worse than arugula. Arugula, I think, is really tasty, especially if you have, like, a nice steak that's, like, medium well, medium rare. It's delicious. But radicchio is the devil, and I just had to say that. I support the former listener who, or I don't know if she's a former listener, the prior listener who said that Arugula... She not better still be subscribed. I completely agree with her. I think you should take a hard look at Radicchio.
1: Bye-bye. I do appreciate the addition to Radicchio. Radicchio? Um, radicchio? According,
2: according to Google, it is
1: Radicchio.
2: Radicchio. Radicchio? Is that the <laughs> yeah. joke? Um Listen, I agree, okay? I'm not saying that radicchio. I'm not like team radicchio. I'm not I'm not I'm not choosing radicchio over arugula. They they both suck. Yeah. I can contain hatred in my heart for two
1: things. In fact, that's exactly what we're going to get into.
2: <laughs> yeah. In fact, that is this entire deep dive. Apparently, there are nine types of salad greens. So let's just go through them and discuss them all. First, you got your green leaf or red leaf lettuce first of all I think it is ridiculous that lettuce is apparently its own category of salad like I, I don't just understand this was a real Kleenex tissue situation really yeah I assumed all salad was lettuce could not have been more wrong
1: I this is news to me
2: I looked it up and the dictionary was like you're a fucking idiot and you <laughs> should be ashamed of yourself um, yeah lettuce is just one type of leaf. And it's, like, not even, in the pie chart of salad leaves, it's, like, not even the biggest one.
1: What? How did they get all the glory? I feel like it's always because,
2: you know, it's like, oh, rabbits eat lettuce or whatever. Mm. Where are rabbits even getting lettuce from? Yeah. They can't garden. <laughs> That's That fucked me up to think about. Did lettuce just grow in the wild?
1: Yeah. What? Right? Doesn't it?
2: Did car- Were there just, like, wild carrots growing before... Yeah. How did plans start? <laughs> oh, okay, no. Okay, okay, we got it. Let's focus, let's focus. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, green leaf, I feel like green leaf lettuce is a solid option. I feel like it's your classic, like, it's leafy, it's kind of ruffly, it's like a beautiful curtain, you yeah, know, it yeah. kind of envelops your mouth in this beautiful sensation.
1: The but forkability it's still, is pretty solid, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's totally
2: forkable. Yeah. And... And then, the, then you got the red one, which adds a little bit of color, not to be confused with radicchio, which is the hard cousin to red leaf lettuce. Right. The bitter bitch. And that is insane. Yeah. I don't think radicchio belongs in anything. I don't no. even know what radicchio is. I don't think it's even qualified as a salad leaf, even though they just throw it in there anyway. <laughs> it truly is like, you know, when you order a salad from like an, a pizza place and they, and they send it to you in a styrofoam box. And it's clearly just the scrappings from like the grocery store next door. I, have, I don't even have the words to describe it. It's always like the hard piece of the bottom of yeah. the head of lettuce yeah. and like a tomato that's been cut in half. <laughs> it is so upsetting to me. That's what I feel like ridiculous. Yeah. It is just the leftover of something else that nobody fucking wanted. And it is an assault on my taste buds. Agreed. Next, you got fucking cabbage, okay? Mm. I think we can all agree cabbage is not the bitch that she thinks she is. No. Okay? Absolutely disgusting cabbage. She's a stink bitch. I don't understand why someone was like, you know, what if salad was harder and actually crunchier and (laughs) um, tasted worse?
1: So I don't want you to, like, actually physically hurt me. But here's the thing about cabbage. I'll
2: break this glass and stab you with it. I
1: just think when it comes to salad... The greens themselves should be edible as is. Like you you should just be able to like eat it. Cabbage on its own? Weird. Why would you eat that raw? Cabbage cooked, cabbage turned into other things. Mm-mm. I like that. I
2: guess this is now going beyond just a salad green. Yeah. Um, but I also find cooked cabbage to be revolting.
1: Which I understand. But I, I, I agree that in a salad, cabbage has no place.
2: Um, but I would also argue that in anything else, it has no place. <laughs> uh, I would say the thing I take issue with is in soup. When when uh, someone cooks cabbage in soup, so do you just get this wilted tea bag of a sensation like you're just glopping down a, a an octopus anus. <laughs> also famously I cannot differentiate between a head of lettuce and a head of cabbage. Oh, this right. caused great strife in my family. <laughs> um, because famously I brought home a head of cabbage when my mom asked for lettuce and she nearly threw me out of the house. <laughs> So cabbage is a difficult one for me. That being said, I would still chomp into a head of cabbage undressed uh, rather than eat arugula. <laughs> Next, butter lettuce, ooh, a.k.a. bib lettuce, Boston lettuce. It's also called apparently. This is the creme de la creme. Oh, yeah.
1: This really shows that like marketing goes a long way. I'm like, you put the word butter in front of something yeah. I hate. I'm Chances are I'm going to like it now. Like
2: they really got me to bite into a literal plant. <laughs> And think, oh, I'm I'm biting into a stick of butter. Yeah, it's soft, it's mm. velvety, it's smooth, it's it's melt in your mouth.
1: Yeah, it's a nice color too. You know, it's right. that kind of like paler green. Yeah, I like. I mean, if you have a BLT, mm-hmm.
2: I don't know if you're a uh, if you're a fan. Oh, I'm a fan. I feel like a butter lettuce is the ideal candidate.
1: Yeah, because the crunchiness of the bacon. You don't you don't want right. to have too crunchy of a lettuce. Yeah, you're biting into toast and then bacon
2: (laughs) and then also a crunchy lettuce? No. No,
1: you need something to protect the roof of your mouth. Yeah, so you have this nice kind of enveloping... It's like a safety blanket of a
2: lettuce. I will say, I actually don't know what lettuce they use. I don't know if it's butter, but they should. I'm thinking... I've made the mistake a couple of times. Big fan of Jimmy John's over here. Ooh, okay? I haven't
1: had a Jimmy John's in a long time. Jimmy John's,
2: shout out to Jimmy John's. I wish they would sponsor me. There's no Jimmy John's in New York. No. But when I travel, I frequently, because I like to, you know, experiment with the local cuisine. Right, of course. Uh, really experience the city that I'm in. Yeah. I order from Jimmy John's, <laughs> every Jimmy John's. Just because I know it's quick, reliable, I'm. it's going to taste exactly the same everywhere. Yeah. Which is disturbing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> (laughs) But occasionally I've made the mistake of having it made in a lettuce wrap. They have this option. Oh, no. It is like, you know, it is to spare you from eating an entire loaf of bread. Why (laughs) else
1: would you order a sandwich? Nothing.
2: I've made the mistake twice and I regret it every time. Mm -hmm. It's it's basically a burrito, (laughs) but with lettuce instead of a tortilla. Disgraceful. It's as if they dip the entire thing in a bucket of water before they wrap it. Uh, It is so (laughs) sopping wet, (laughs) literally dripping. (laughs) Uh, But I do think it would improve with a butter lettuce.
1: Interesting. Uh, To me, butter lettuce is the supreme. Next,
2: we got uh, the frisee or or
1: slash chicory. I have to look this one up. I hate salad so much that I try to just block all these names out. Let me just describe it. Oh, no. It's the one. I just looked at a picture. It
2: usually comes in like a um kind of mixed salad you you typically wouldn't eat it on its own, right, but it's that it's that really spiky one. It's basically like
1: a stick it's an assault weapon, yeah,
2: yeah, so it's like you're eating like barbed wire, basically, yeah. you're eating like a toothpick, yeah, it's also like bitter, yeah, I just don't. Enjoy the bitterness no. in a salad.
1: Absolutely not.
2: I love a fruit in my salad. Introduce bitterness perhaps in the form of a topping, but in yeah. the leaf? No, in the base? Like, it's already ridiculous enough that I'm eating a leaf. Yeah. It should be edible. Amen. Next! Escarole. Um, I'm going to be honest. I have no idea what the fuck Escarole is. I'm
1: going to have to look this one up again. Oh, it's also endive? Are those the same thing? Unclear. I know it's big in... I
2: think it's big in, like, Italian cuisine because I've seen that before. I've seen it before, cooked with, like, sausage and stuff. Uh I want to like it, but I just don't understand it and therefore I'm afraid of it. So, fuck Escarole. The remaining three... I'll sort of lump together because I feel like they're all all stars in their own right. You got Romaine, classic.
1: A classic. You can't go wrong.
2: You got iceberg, which is Isn't anything. Let's be let's be real. Iceberg makes you feel good because it's like cold and you know, there's a good crunch to it. Very so it's like crunchy. I'm eating chips. But also it is literally nothing. <laughs> uh, it is water, it's basically. It's hard water.
1: <laughs> and who doesn't love water?
2: Yeah. I mean I crowd pleaser. I did grow up in a family that we would basically just eat romaine.
1: <laughs> I mean, that were our to be salads. fair, that was our Midwestern, early two thousand late, late, you know, 90s and 2000s culture was iceberg. I feel like there wasn't all of these salad bars and all oh, these iceberg, different yeah. kinds of lettuces out, out in the world, you know? And then suddenly some... B- Big arugula came in and fucking slapped Iceberg down and was like, you don't have any nutritional value. Right. And then suddenly all of us like had to just not eat Iceberg anymore. They just like were given a bad name. And it's like, fuck
2: you. Yeah. I mean, questionable name. It's like, read the room. You know, not only are the ice caps disappearing, but, you know, famously, we lost a pretty big boat. Yeah. At the hands of an iceberg. Yeah. I don't know what
1: kind of salads they were eating on that boat. Probably arugula. Oh, God.
2: And finally, you have spinach, which...
1: Queen. Uh, absolute queen. Yeah.
2: Honestly, I feel like spinach sort of had uh, a, a hit against it Yeah, in, in the 2000s. Which I don't it was, understand. It was like, yeah, as a kid, it was like Brussels sprouts and spinach. Like, yeah, yeah spinach. And it's and like,
1: it, when we have kings like Popeye bolstering yeah. up spinach you know and then also you have all the nutritional value and then also you just have that it's delicious it is versatile it can become many different forms mm-hmm. she's beautiful Honestly, my
2: one beep with spinach is that you have to buy um, a metric ton of it to make one dish. <laughs> true, Because, uh, yeah, and I just feel like it's I'm always wasting so much. I like the spinach leaves, not the... When it
1: comes, I, I always forget that it even comes on a stalk, you know? Right, there's like baby leaves and then, yeah.
2: I don't know the difference, and then like the grown-up leaves, which right. are like the wrinkly ones. Mm-hmm. I like the smooth ones mm. that get all wilted. But then I feel like I'm being wasteful because I'll buy, like, a plastic container of it and it's like, okay, this is one dinner. So I have to buy, like, seven plastic containers. Yeah. But also I'm not going to, like, just buy a whole bunch of it and cook that. No, that'd be crazy. Um. Yeah. I also just don't trust the lettuce at the grocery store. Like, just pulling, like, a, a raw leaf off the shelf, like, un unprotected from the world, I'm like, what is in this? There are too many (laughs) folds for stuff to be hiding in. And the complication is always like, okay, I want to buy organic so there's not like shit sprayed all over it, but also that means that there's bugs on it because famously pesticides kill shit. So it's real trade off. Do I want cancer in the long term or am I willing to eat a bug? The flip side is also, and this is just really stream of consciousness at this point, Is that there's been a few viral Twitter threads and stories about people finding various animals in their salads. Mm -hmm. Um, Most famously, um, there's a a friend of mine on Twitter, Simon, who found a little frog in his (laughs) salad. My problem is that I fully would have eaten that frog. (laughs) I, I was having this uh, thought with myself recently where I was like, I would almost rather just fully eat a bug than pay attention to what I'm putting in my mouth. Mm, like, I healthy. just like, just get over it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you sure. What I mean?
1: It's all protein at the end of the day. I
2: like absolutely would have eaten that frog.
1: Yeah. I did recently get a salad spinner. Mm-hmm. I think it's ridiculous that there's only one instrument that works with one purpose and that is to spin salad clean. And it clean. takes up so much space. So much space. I bought a salad
2: spinner once because I thought it was a way to apply dressing to all of the salad. Oh,
1: sweet baby.
2: And it actually just removes the dressing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the opposite of the intended effect. Uh, yeah, nothing is more satisfying. I have been ordering sweet green a lot, which is a ridiculous waste of money because it's oh, about $30 yeah. per salad to have it delivered. Um, but I feel much better about myself.
1: I don't actually. Yeah, I will say I I did see a nutritionist for a while and the only thing that was at all valuable from uh, paying so much money to see her was that just because salad is healthy doesn't mean it's good for you. And I loved that and I took that away and I said, never again will I have to eat a salad. Then what's good for me? Well, because salad like doesn't sit well with me, you know. Right. So, like, just because something is healthy doesn't mean that, like, you I was actually going...
2: asking what was good for me, and then you just kind of went off on your b- own body. I
1: don't understand. What is good for... I don't know. What, what... is good for me? I don't know. Cookies. Okay. Well,
2: I'm needing answers. Cookies. You're not providing any.
1: Pizza. Next time,
2: I'll just pay you to go in and present as if you're me. Okay. Just tell the... You can... I'll give you all my details, and then you can tell <laughs> the nutritionist, like, hi, I'm actually... A 31-year-old man.
1: You're going to need to tell me your blood type because that's what she asked me. Oh. And then gave me a diet based off the blood type. Not a diet, but she was like, here are the foods you should eat because of your blood type. And I was like, you know what? No thanks. I always forget what mine is. <gasps> you should know that. Uh, just the fact that there are
2: different like flavors of blood, I don't
1: understand. <laughs> <laughs> right, we we got to we gotta, we gotta,
2: we gotta wrap so this up. So ridiculous. Um, I hope everyone really appreciated the effort that I put into this really pointless deep dive, <laughs> uh, where I'm screaming about salad leaves. Uh, I think the main takeaway is that arugula is the nastiest bitch amongst all of these. That being said, there are there are also terrible ones. Yeah. But I think we can all rally behind uh, just a classic butter leaf, a classic romaine, a classic iceberg, and um, ultimately, I do believe that arugula and everyone who likes it should rot in hell. And that's it for this week's Deep Dive. All right. We're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that helps all the bad shit go down easier, starting with Do Better White People, where we highlight some anti-racism resources and other actions we can take to make our world a little bit better. This week, I I wanted to highlight, I guess this is not quite anti-racism, um, but we're trying to make the world better. Yes, the
1: other part of what we say in that sentence. True. But... Once again,
2: I wanted to highlight some resources for the people suffering in Ukraine. This week, they said there's going to be something like 1.5 million refugees, which is more than at any point since, like, World War II. Right, Um, yeah. So not great. Um, This is my astute political opinion, but not great. So we can have a list of resources, places that you can donate. Um, Listen, there's a lot of people who listen to this show. Mm -hmm. If everybody goes and gives a little bit of money, it doesn't have to be much. Obviously, at a time like this, there's so many places that come out and say, give money to this, give money to that. So um, there are a couple of places that have done a great job of kind of organizing the places where you can give money and it's trusted Sources, so you know your money is going to good use. There's a list on NPR, npr.org, that I've done a good job. So we can include a link to that. Barry also mentioned a site last week. We can we'll link to it again. Link to it again. Um, not a great time. Scary times to be living in. But yeah. Let's get into the TV we're watching this week. What have you been watching?
1: So Alex and I just finished the first season of Better Call Saul. Fucking love that show. I'm so into it. Uh-huh. It's so good. And I started Righteous Gemstones the first season. I had never seen it. And yeah. I put it on and I'm definitely enjoying it so far. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely behind on some of these things. I'm aware these shows have been out for a while. Right. But I'm I'm catching up.
2: I started watching it. It's fun. Not like my favorite show in the world. No, but, but it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, I don't know if I've really watched anything new this week. So, all right. Honestly, the one thing I've been watching that I don't think I've mentioned is um, Disenchanted on Netflix. Oh, the, yeah. Like cartoon.
1: Eric Andre. <laughs> yeah. My husband.
2: Abby Jacobson is the voice of this princess who's like a kind of tomboy figure. And yeah, it's like a fairy tale, but in the style of like The Simpsons, basically. And by Matt Groening, right? The or however creator. His name of- is. So it's like it looks like The Simpsons, yeah. But they're white and not. I do
1: want to watch that show.
2: And yeah, Eric Andre voices the like demon.
1: Yes, which is definitely made it into my dreams. <laughs> uh, what is your non-TV chaser? My non-TV chaser is for foot massages. Mm. Listen, I go to get a massage kind of on the reg. I used to do it really intensely for my back and for like my healing journey from when I had really intense chronic back pain. And I've gotten a lot better, which is great. And so I went in for a massage and she was like, what areas do you want to focus on? And I was like, you know what? I think I just want like a relaxing massage. I was like, and can you maybe focus on my feet? She was like, absolutely. (laughs) And she gave me a foot massage. And I like along with, you know, massaging my back and my Mm -hmm, neck and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But it was heavenly. I also recently got what it's called like Hyper Ice or something. It's just like one of the Theragun, but not the brand Theragun. And I'm obsessed with it and I use it all the time. And I think I'm going to start putting it on my feet.
2: Honestly, uh, yeah, I haven't used my Theragun on my feet in a while, but I'm like, I think I need to. I
1: think I really need to.
2: I've kind of been obsessed with looking at my feet and, oh. <laughs> uh, only because when I was home around the holidays, my mom was like, what is wrong with your feet? <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those like offhand comments that your mom makes and right, then yeah. you think about it for months. <laughs> It's because, how do I describe this in a way that doesn't sound like I'm monstrous? Um, <laughs> it's just like the bones that connect your, my toe bones uh-huh. and that connect to your feet bones. Right. I feel like mine, you can kind of like see the top of them. A little I know bit. what
1: you mean. I know what you mean.
2: Yeah. My mom was like, why are your feet that way? I mean, the real answer is that my feet are just so skinny. But actually, I was like, oh, I wonder if the muscles in my feet are, like, tight. And so they, like, kind of pull on,
1: uh-huh. pull
2: on it a little bit.
1: Uh-huh. <sighs> <sighs> so what's of- <laughs> your TV Chaser,
2: uh, this week? <laughs> None of that is... <laughs> Um, My other chaser is something I've mentioned before, but I have made a concerted effort lately to keep my plants alive, Mm -hmm. and I've gotten some new plants, and I'm like, so far, knock on wood, they've been doing pretty good and I got this like mister thing for them it's like an electronic mister that I shouldn't have bought because it was not worth the money but (laughs) it's very fun to like press a button and then there's like a shower that happens (laughs) uh yeah and I got like a fiddle leaf fig I love those I've killed one whose name is gonna be figgy azalea or (laughs) no figgy pop Anyway, shout out to me (laughs) for keeping my plants alive thus far. Though we'll probably be casualties, but let's hope not. Uh, And that's it for this week's episode. We made it. Thank you for listening to Unhappy Hour. If you want more Unhappy Hour shit, and obviously you do, you can head to my Patreon, patreon.com slash Bellisai. You can also buy some merch at unhappyhourshop.com. As always, head to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, that's A-U-D-A-C-Y, wherever you get podcasts, follow us, rate us, review us, but only if it's nice, I don't want to see your shit. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Studios. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, Marisa Roscoe, and me, Matt Belisai. Hadim Jang, Meredith Rice, and Kurt Courtney help out with our socials. Special thanks to Jenna Weiss-Berman and Max Linsky. Our music is by Hansdale Sue. You can bother Barry at Finkelberry Pie. You can worship me at Matt Belisai. You can follow Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter and Unhappy Hour on Instagram for all the latest podcast buzz. And you can leave us a voicemail on our rant hotline at 601 600 rant. That's 601 600 7268. And that's it, that's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Uh, bye bye. I'm blue. <laughs>
1: Do you remember all the like debates about what they were actually saying? And I remember someone was like, it- "They're saying if I were green, I would die." <laughs> I think so. That was a big thing. For it me. did not
2: that that level of discourse did not reach the south side. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh fuck! Oh <laughs> shit! Oh fuck! Um, that's what I say when I come. <laughs> oh, I <hate> you. <laughs> um,